Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Birmingham, Alabama, it's time for Birmingham Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Welcome to Birmingham Business Radio. Stone Payton, Lee Cantor here with you this afternoon. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast Senior Advisor with the Welch Group, LLC, Miss Beth Moody. How are you? I am doing great. It's beautiful over here in Birmingham, and it's a great day. Well, Beth, before we get too far into things, tell us about the Welch Group. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so the Welch Group, in a nutshell, uh, we provide financial planning and investment management services. Um, So the investment management piece is a little easier to explain to people. Um, Essentially, we put together portfolios in-house. And we work with families to invest, you know, personal brokerage accounts, IRAs, um, and implement that for them. And then the financial planning piece is um, maybe a, a part that other people don't really know that much about. Well, then what's that? How does the financial planning work? Yeah, so in addition to all the, you know, financial, the investment management pieces, there's a lot of, um, like I said, non-financial, fin- non-investment financial planning pieces. And just a couple examples there are really looking for the best way to save for college, um, looking at health insurance options, um, everything from, you know, individual plans to Medicare, which is a whole world of its own. Um, and then we also work with CPAs, um, or accountants to implement tax saving strategies for people. Um, we're looking to make sure documents are in order for their wills and powers of attorney and those kind of things. Really, anything that could have, could affect somebody's finances, we're taking a look at. Now, when you work with your client, it sounds like you're kind of uh, the quarterback or the CFO of their 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 kind of family finances. Is that accurate? That is very accurate. I've heard both of those terms used to describe us. Um, we, we've called ourselves kind of a limited family office. Um, so we will help make sure all the pieces get put together. So a lot of times what we'll see is uh, really well-drafted, well-thought-out plans for people, um, but they're not always carried forward or implemented. So we really work hard with our clients and with their other professionals, such as accountants and attorneys, um, to just make sure everything you know gets from A to Z and gets checked off and, and completed. So now walk me through the process. Like say um, I bring my family in uh, to see you. I have a wife. I have a kid that's mm-hmm. 21 years old. He's in college. Would we all come in and sit in your office and then you would kind of ask us questions about our lives, what our goals are? Like, how does it work? Yeah, so particular, you know, specific to our office, um, we will have a meeting, usually two meetings on the front end before anybody decides if they want to work with us or not. Um, But what we do is we sit down, learn about your goals, where you are now, where you want to be, what kind of background you have. Um, and kind of ask some preliminary questions. A lot of that is, you know, filling out a bank quality financial statement for somebody. Um, typically, a second meeting is where we go back to the drawing board, put together um, the numbers, and, and we'll come back in and have um, a cash flow or retirement analysis to show somebody. So we find that 
that's uh, probably the biggest driver of the the first cut of investment recommendations. We want to see where somebody is. We want to look at what we'd recommend their savings to be to get them to their goal. Um, and then from there, it's um, I know like you said, a kid with 21 years that's 21 years old. So we're um, asking about you know kind of what the plans are there. We also like to know um, if they're taken care of. Uh, something were to happen to you. So we don't sell any products. We don't do life insurance, but we um, often recommend that clients get it. We want to make sure that they've got the right kind. So it's very much a, a unique process for each client. There's no one size fits all. So you're absolutely right on the front end. It's just getting to know you, your goals, your family, um, and seeing how we can help from there. So now, do most of the people coming from you, do they already have an existing uh, financial planner or an advisor and they're moving to you because they're frustrated in some some fashion? Or is this somebody, or is your yeah. client typically somebody who's brand new and has never done this, or maybe they did it themselves? You know, it's really a range. We do have several clients um, that were already working with somebody, and maybe it was just, um, you know, where it was just an investment management relationship. So they're really looking for somebody to come in and help manage all the aspects of their wealth, um, you know, not just the investment piece. Um, and then sometimes it's new wealth. So um, uh, unfortunately for the client, we, we meet a lot of new people after the loss of a loved one. And so, you know, the, the stereotypical case is a widow comes in and her husband has done all the finances um, for their whole married life and and really she just wants somebody to help guide her through the process and so that's the way we're involved a lot and then sometimes it's uh, maybe somebody's retiring um, from from a job where they've got a 401k or a pension and it's at that time that they come and meet us so it's really a, a, a pretty wide range of who we work with. Now, how did you get involved in financial advisory uh, work? Was that as a kid, you were the one that saved all your money, and uh... <laughs> so I've always kind of had that tendency to to look around and and figure out how to save money and and that kind of thing. But really, it all started um, when I was a lot younger. I kind of I've always loved working with people and helping out. I used to. Um, I thought I wanted to be a math teacher for a while, so I like the numbers and I like working with people. Um, and then in college, I actually, I didn't know about the career of financial planning, so I took a, a finance class that was required for my business degree. I found out, sort of, they showed the illustration of if you save early, you know, at 25 years old versus waiting until you're 50. Um, and just, I remember that that was so powerful to me. I, I thought I was probably the biggest nerd in the class and thought, everybody's got to know about this. Um, so that real, I kind of then found out about the profession and, and that was a long time ago, but the rest is history. And it's, um, that's kind of how I got interested. I love working with people. I love crunching numbers and there's not a lot of places where you can do both. Yeah. Once you, uh, learn about compounding, you can't unlearn that, right? <laughs> Once you understand no, that power, <laughs> so now is that um, do you spend a lot of your time just educating people about the stuff they don't know? Yeah, I would say a lot of our clients are super. Um, they're very smart people, and they've been successful, whether it's in their business or school. Um, but a lot of times, you just don't know what you don't know, and 
sometimes the terms that are used in finance or um, other, you know, investments can just be foreign to people. And so a lot of times uh, what we try to do here is, um, you know, talk to people in ways that they understand it. We want them to understand everything we're doing in their investment accounts so that, and, and the planning so that when they leave here, they can really understand what's going on and they know everything about their plan and they don't walk out of our office and think, okay, what did Beth just tell me? I didn't understand any of that. So education is a huge piece of what we do. Now, uh, you mentioned that, um, like, sometimes you advise uh, your clients that, oh, they may need a certain type of insurance that maybe they don't have, and then you're not financially, I guess, uh, compensated for that. You're just making the referral because it's good for them. What is the way that you're compensated? Do you make commissions or are you fee-only? Like, what is the Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so we are fee-only. Our founder, Stuart Welch, was uh, really one of the pioneers in setting up a firm that's just fee-only. So our compensation only comes from our clients. Uh, we don't get any extra, um, you know, revenue by recommending a product or even doing a trade. Um, so when we're working with clients, if we recommend hey, go, we think you need this life insurance or we think you need to go pay an attorney to update your will. It's truly because we think it's in the best interest of the client. We don't, we don't get any compensation. And in fact, it's more work for us to do that. But that's how we're set up. And we're actually fiduciaries. So our firm is set up as a registered investment advisor. Um, and that means we're legal fiduciaries to our clients. So we have to put their best interests first. Um, so, um, an example of that, um, when you, as you were asking about compensation and the way we get paid, um, but we, um, just, we oftentimes will recommend that somebody, you know, goes and pays off a mortgage or gets a charity or a 529 plan, um, cause that's in their best interest. And we, in those cases, we actually lose some revenue by doing that. But again, we want to do what's best for the client. So that's kind of a simple example, but um, it's something that I've seen play out multiple times. Now, how does it work like if you have to do a trade and there's a commission for doing the trade? Do you get yeah. to keep the commission or does that get um, shared or given back to the client? So we don't get any commissions by doing trades. There is a fee charged um, for uh, – our main relationship is with Charles Schwab, um, but uh, we could, you know, go use anybody. Again, we're not tied to them by any kind of fee arrangement. We just think they do a really great job. And our clients, if we buy or sell a stock position in their account, for example, it costs $4.95, um, whether we buy one share or 10,000 shares. Um, and that's actually um, a, a cost that Schwab gets. So that's kind of their compensation for being the one to hold the account and actually, you know, on the back end, the technical side, actually do that trade. So that, uh, we don't get that, and uh, but the client pays it to Schwab. Now, in your practice, do you have kind of a, a niche that you serve? Like, do you do small business owners primarily, or you do people that are, you know, um, maybe in big corporations and they have 401ks? Like, do you have a specialty? So the division that I work in within the Welch Group really just deals with high net worth families. 
Um, many people are already retired or getting close to there, um, but they are really, I would say, again, a range. A lot of them were prior business owners, um, but were retired now or executives at corporations. Um, and they're really, I would say they're delegators looking for people that, you know, they want to do what they want to do. So they were are busy wanting to be in their company or they're wanting to be with grandchildren um, or something like that. So they're, you know, asking us to come in and help manage those pieces. Um, as far as we work with several um, doctor families, so um, the husband or wife is a doctor and uh, we have a lot of experience with um, those types of professionals, um, but really, you know, we, we love to work with everybody. I think that's one thing that makes our job so fun is we get to see a little bit of everything um, when we help people. Now, with some of your work, when you are helping them, are you kind of talking about, like, legacy? Like, hey, it's one thing I want to save for retirement. You know, I want to make sure everybody's taken care of. But isn't a portion of kind of living a life is kind of leaving a legacy and and working on some way to um, kind of share the wealth? Yes, that is a big part of what we talk about when we go through an estate planning review with somebody. So our number one priority for any client is to make sure that they have enough assets for their entire lifetime. Well, they'll never run out of money and always be able to live their same lifestyle. The second piece of that is what comes next. Is it, um, you know, maximizing inheritance for children or grandchildren? Or um, is it, are they terribly inclined and seeing the best way to put those pieces together? And then what's really fun um, for us is we're actually a lot of times involved with the next generation or even three generations of families. So we are able to see and help the, the younger people um, get their financial lives in order and be successful and be prepared um, for some kind of inheritance. Because, um, like I said, we work with high net worth families, so so many times an inheritance that someone receives could be pretty sizable. And going ahead and giving them some education now before um, they receive that can be um, very beneficial. Make sure all the values are aligned that our you know our our parent children our our parents have they have certain values and want to pass them down to the next generation um so that's been fun and then also working on a charitable plan so whether it's you know just giving um you know a certain portion to a specific church or if they have many charitable interests we can help them set up a a donor advised fund um, that their children can manage and again just pass along that attitude of stewardship and you know, really helping in the future. Um, we That's a huge part of what we talk to people about. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Birmingham Business Radio. Today we are visiting with Senior Advisor with the Welch Group LLC, Beth Moody. Beth Stone-Payton here. I've been listening in on your conversation with Lee, and I'll let you know a little while ago he was fishing. He was hoping that maybe you specialize in old men with broken dreams. <laughs> Okay, I'll write that down. (laughs) So maybe it could be an additional book of business for you. Uh, I have a thousand questions, and we could run a half-day show on this, but a a couple of things did come to mind for me, and it's kind of around this idea of time and timing. Uh, My wife and I, uh, my wife has a real job and has for some years, makes a pretty comfortable living by 
by our standards, by my standards. Uh, much of it is like inner 401. It, 401k, is that what you call it? Yeah, the, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I can't touch it. I can tell you that. It's like off to the side somewhere. Um, <laughs> but she says, she keeps telling me, we're like 18 months away from, you know, she's hanging up her cleats. And I've got two daughters, one's almost off the payroll, one's still a little bit mm-hmm. on the payroll. But it occurs to me that we're that maybe it's time we, or you maybe you tell me, am I early? Am I late in sitting down with someone and saying, hey, we got some pretty big life changes coming up. We ought to start thinking this through a little bit. So I wanted to ask a little bit about timing and then kind of connected to that, how much time a layperson ought to spend thinking about this stuff? I think that's a great question. So to to answer the first part of that, I think it's never too early to go meet with somebody and develop a rough plan, even if it's kind of just a first draft. Um, But the second part of that is it's also never too late. So we love, I would say our ideal uh, person is somebody early on in their career um, that we can kind of help drive decisions on savings recommendations and, um, you know, cash flow and things like that. Um, But also we see a lot of people that are, you know, one to two years out from retirement and a lot can be done just in one or two years. So I think now is a perfect time for you guys to talk to somebody and just really get a game plan, even if you don't take any action now, um, but just kind of know what's coming and look how to even project the retirement um, landscape because people are living a lot longer now. And I think it's very wise to go ahead and do that. And as far as how much time a layperson should commit, you know, that's really dependent on the person. So if you're somebody who really loves researching investments and, and all that, then, um, you know, you, you could spend, I don't know, a couple of hours um, every six months and do it and, you know, kind of reset your plan. If you are somebody who this is really not in your wheelhouse and it's really outside of what you want to spend your time doing, then typically an annual meeting with a financial planner would uh, be sufficient, Uh, maybe some check-ins through the year. But coming in, I do think it's important to meet periodically because things change, um, goals change, tax laws change. So just making sure that you don't set it and forget it but have periodic check-ins I think is um, advisable for people. Good stuff, Beth. Now, for you, what is the most rewarding part of your job? What do you enjoy the most? Okay. Well, I know this is going to sound corny, um, but I really love it when I I feel like I've truly helped somebody. So it's really easy in my job or any job to just put your head down and, and work really hard on a project, but it's actually seeing the fruits of the work and knowing that um, it helped somebody in a positive way. Um, and that's really the best part of my day. In addition to working with the great people here at the Welch Group, we truly have the best team in the country over here. Um, but just, you know, an, an example of that, again, I, I kind of talked a little bit earlier about working with um, some widows. And um, one of the best things, uh, I hate the circumstances, but, you know, it could just be the simple act of having all their documentation pulled together and, getting them started of, hey, here's where you pay bills, and here's how we do this, just helping them get a plan. It's amazing the look of relief that I can 
see in somebody's eyes when we just do some very simple things that, um, you know, they just hesitate to do. So um, helping people and being here for somebody to call without hesitation as a sounding board or a, a cheerleader, that's, that's probably the best part of my day. Good stuff, Beth Moody. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. If somebody wanted to learn Thanks for more, having me. if somebody wanted to learn more about the Welch Group or, or get a hold of you, what's the best way? Do you guys have a website? Yeah, so our website is um, welchgroup.com. It's www.welchgroup.com. And then they can find you there on the website somewhere. I'm on the website, on the team page, or if somebody wanted to call our office, if they're not website friendly, then um, our number here in Birmingham is 205-879-5001. All right, Beth. Thank you again for sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you next time on Birmingham Business Radio.